0: Welcome to the Spiritually Intimate Podcast, a podcast exclusively for people who wake up every morning, meditate, do yoga, and spend the rest of their day saving baby whales. <laughs> Not. The Spiritually Intimate Podcast is for women who boldly pursue love, success, and a higher vision of life for themselves and those that they influence. We're your hosts, Andrew Crowder and Blair Dreesen. Join us for unfiltered, unsupervised, and possibly unsubstantiated conversations about when spirituality meets life, love, sex, and career. Let's go to the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to Spiritually Intimate Conversations. We have two special guests today. We have Melissa Martin and Sandy Vo, who co-founded Ladies Aligned. I'm speaking at their event, Align and Rise, later this month. I hope to see you guys there. If you guys can get yourself to New York, I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. It's going to be so much fun. We'll tell you guys about it later. But um, let's talk a little bit about Ladies Aligned. So this is just a, a brand and really I see it more as a movement, very aligned with what we stand for here at Spiritually Intimate, and it's designed to help women get unstuck in their businesses, uncover their unique gifts so that may- they can live and serve in alignment. We talk about alignment so much on the show, and these ladies are freaking leading by example in this arena. So... Um, They achieve this through Ladies Align through three main pillars of living in alignment, which would be self-care, a wealth mindset, and a roadmap to success. So Melissa is more on the wealth side. She's a wealth mindset and business expert. She runs multiple businesses and thrives on teaching women how to birth a new money mindset and discover their self-worth. And Sandy is a creative visionary, modern-day meditation teacher, and the host of the Dear Self & Co. podcast. Her mission is to help more women slow down, connect to their gifts, and thrive in life, business, and relationships. Ladies, welcome to Spiritually Intimate Conversations. Yay! We're so <laughs> excited to be here. Yes. How do you guys become business partners? Let's dive into that first. Oh, Ooh. this is a good story. That's a fun question. I know. Yeah. You want to start? I love this- Sure.
1: So we met actually back in 2013 at a fitness competition. Tell them who you are so that they know. Oh, sorry. Yes, this is Melissa, by the way. Hi. <laughs> um, so uh, in, we were out in Massachusetts. I was there as a vendor. Sandy was competing. And um, like in this particular type of competition, there's like a bikini round and then there's like an evening gown round. And Sandy was on stage like in this white dress and she was like the only one on stage and like the spotlight was on her and she was singing this song um and she was dedicating it to her cousin lena who had passed away from leukemia quite recently and lena was like her sister and i had also lost my sister to leukemia so here i am listening to this like angelic voice this beautiful woman like sharing her trauma so vulnerably to like complete strangers. And I'm ugly face crying because I'm like connecting to this woman's soul. And we connected afterwards. I, you know, was like, Oh my gosh, I shared my story. I was like, you're so brave. Thank you for sharing that. And that was kind of the end of it. We became Facebook friends and that was it. Fast forward three years later, I saw her check into a coffee shop an hour away from where I live. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been following her on Facebook and she was always posting like positive, amazing stuff, which was at the time for my Facebook feed, very unique, (laughs) you know, like, so I reached out to her and her, I slid into her, you know, DMS. And I was like, Hey girl, I love your vibe. We should hang out. Let's be friends. And I was at that time really looking for more um, meaningful relationships with women. I had struggled Um, with some relationships in my life at that time because I was up-leveling my life, my business. I left a corporate job. I was in network marketing and on this personal development path and really pivoting in terms of people that I spent my time with. And so I was really intentionally seeking relationships. So I reached out to Sandy and uh, I'll let her tell the rest of kind of how it went from there.
0: Way to make me cry right at the beginning. (laughs) guys. right.
1: (laughs) and
2: I also want to talk about when you reached out to me too because at that time you were in network marketing you just started and you were really looking to enroll people into your network marketing company so you reached out and the way that you worded everything was just like you're really positive like I would love to meet you and have you as a part of my network marketing company but I said no because I just wasn't interested in network marketing at the time but like what's so beautiful about these kinds of conversations is that Melissa's intention was really to connect at such a deeper level so it didn't matter if I was going to like work with her company or not she was still interested in just getting to know me as a person and I could feel that so um from there we scheduled our first date so our first date was painting pottery at like this cute little like boutique plaza
0: oh my god and... I'm the old date <laughs> <laughs> and i'm kind of feeling like andrea you need to take me out on a date where's my popcorn <laughs> i've taken you on so many dates motherfucker do not even go there <laughs> <This is true. laughs> and that was
2: just gosh something so amazing like we just fell into this black hole of getting to know each other there was no judgment there um I think we both had set the intention to really get to know each other. And so we connected on so many past traumas that we both have had. And typically like when you're first meeting a woman, that's not the kind of conversation that you have. Like you might talk about what's trending, like, you know, on social media or like what's the latest thing that's happening in the pop culture. But we really connected on just being like boss babes and, and not really having that many friends around us as well. And, um, we, from there, gosh, like we went on, um, a trip to the grand Canyon. Melissa was like, Hey, like I've worked with this awesome, um, organization before where we do like a team and training. And, um, this year they're allowing you to do like a marathon, except you you actually hike the grand Canyon. Would you like to do this in honor of, you know, Lena, which is my cousin and Jen, which is her sister because it was raising money for the leukemia and lymphoma society. So I was like yeah, let's do it. So from there we like started getting getting to know each other even more because we would go on hikes like together. In upstate New York, it's really beautiful because we're right around the Adirondacks. There's so many gorgeous mountains and we did a lot of that together. So just imagine the amount of getting to know someone when you're like hiking and like diving into like mother earth and nature. Um, so that was beautiful. And then, um, our trip to Sedona was gorgeous as well. And then we got to know each other more and it felt like we, um, it felt like we got to this new like level in our relationship with the Grand Canyon, would you say it was so special?
1: It was, I think we just, we, we, yeah, we took it to another level. We really Mm -hmm. opened up about some things that were pretty sensitive. I think we shared things with each other that we hadn't shared with anybody before. So it was just, yeah. Really, I think what made our relationship and still to this day, what makes it so unique, even being in a business partnership, is that we have so much um, respect for one another. There's literally zero judgment and the intentions are always very clear to hold space for each other. And so even translating that into business, our relationship and our friendship always comes first because if there's, and it's we, literally, I feel like we live parallel lives because we'll both show up at a meeting being like, I totally don't want to fucking be here today, but I'm going to show up <laughs> because I don't want to let Sandy down or she doesn't want to let me down. And I'll sit down and I'll look at her face and I'm like, what's wrong? And we're both feeling the same thing <laughs> in our own lives. And we end up having an hour and a half long, like girl time connection session. And we're like, you want to go grab drinks? Let's go grab dinner. And we kind of shelf business because we just need to reconnect in our personal relationship. And once all that's cleared, it's crazy because the creative energy literally starts pouring. We're like, okay, idea, idea. idea. It's like a freight train. Yeah. So I think that really, um, you're right. Sedona was like the, I love you phase of our relationship. I I want to be a business partner, But but we weren't even thinking about business at that point. No, not yet. Yeah. So at that
2: point I was in, um, sales and marketing, um, and then I also was teaching meditation at the time. I really wanted to shift into teaching meditation full-time, but I had this, um, limiting belief in my mind that you can't be spiritual and make tons of money. Cause I always, I always had this vision, like since I was in my like 18, 19 years old, that I was going to be a millionaire before I turned 30 years old. Um, 27 now. So, um, <laughs> we, can, we have time to get there. Um, so And so, yeah, and then I, but then it was like, it's something doesn't make sense for me because I can't teach meditation and be spiritual at the same time, such a limiting belief. Mm -hmm. And then Melissa was doing her network marketing company and it wasn't until we started supporting each other in our businesses, um, when, we decided to do a mastermind together. So we were like, okay, let's just gather, let's just come together and do a mastermind so we can support each other in our own businesses. And then let's like call two other girls up that are doing similar things as us. So that's exactly what we did. So once a week, we would make this commitment to meet and just talk about our wins, our losses, our successes, and just be able to celebrate each other and hold space to share some of the struggles that we are going through um, in this whole journey of entrepreneurship. And then from there we did, um, we hired the same coach, the same mentor, and then we did her mastermind together. And then through her mastermind became the birth of like ladies online, because that's when we realized that we had something so much more, um, and our energies together is like the synergy is just unreal. We get comments about it all the time, (laughs) like nonstop. Um, so yeah. And then Melissa, you can share how the birth of ladies online happened and what that looked like, like in July. But 20. people
0: can't see is like every time you guys speak, you guys are like gazing into each other's eyes with like, this, <laughs> you guys have like, you can literally see the love like exuding from you for each other. Like it is a fucking sisterhood. So I'm just sitting here like, first of all, Blair and I are like, oh my God, it's like our story. <laughs> it is. Okay, ahead, I just wanted everybody to be caught up on the visuals of what's oh, happening. You guys I know I am looking family. at you too, Melissa. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs>
2: So that's friendly. funny that you picked that up, but yeah, we it's do so do
1: that cool. when we're in person, too, yeah, <laughs> we just have so much love and respect for each other i I think again, it's like I think a lot of women are afraid to be vulnerable with each other because there's fear of judgment or that you're gonna use this against me or something, and I think vulnerability is truly what creates connection, and it what's it's it gives the other person permission to feel safe with you, and that's just how we when we went on our like first date, that's really what happened so We had really just been supporting each other in our own businesses. And in our own conversations, we were coming up with the same, we were seeing the same patterns over and over again with the women that we were serving, where they either were struggling because they were burnt out and they had really bad boundaries and were really unsure of what their gifts were because they didn't have a self-care plan and they weren't tapping into their creativity. Or they were just reaching this, financial roadblock of I can't get past a certain income level because they're they're blocking abundance they're not open to receiving they don't feel worthy to earn money and because they don't have those two pieces they're stuck and they can't see the roadmap so we were having all these conversations and we're like why don't we just host a little fun ladies night And we'll call it a yes event and we'll, we'll ask these women like, what do you want to say yes to? And we'll just share, you know, the, the tools and tips that we both know about self-care and money mindset and kind of give them a roadmap to success. And we had already set the date for this and we had a day that we were supposed to get together and plan it. And I had gotten some like really, really Really bad news that was really impacting how I showed up in my network marketing business, and really was going to completely change the landscape of how I earn income and my household. I mean, it was like devastating. And uh, I called Sandy, and I was like, "I'm not coming over." I was crying. I was in such a bad place. And she's like, "Girl, I have wine and I have mac and cheese. What time will you be here?" And I was like,
0: <laughs> So oh it was my God. The Best solution ever.
1: Always. <laughs> Seriously. Way to my heart. <laughs> Ice cream too. Ice that. cream. Yeah, well, now I supposed. want mac and cheese. Thanks. <laughs> well, so it was like in this place of pure love and support that Sandy had for me that like, we, we just started talking about life and relationships and we ended up, the energy just shifted. You know, and again, it's like, I, we had no intention of this. It was just, let's hang out and connect. And our conversations always lead in this direction of creativity and entrepreneurship. And so we started planning this event and we were going through the agenda and it felt super out of alignment to ask these women at the end of this event to pick which one of us they wanted to work with. Like it just felt really icky and, we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Well, what if we like started our own mastermind and like charged women to work with us. And we were both Mm -hmm. like, like had this like fear pit in our stomach, like an, Oh shit. Are we ready for that? And that was like, okay, we obviously we both (laughs) looked at each other like, okay, well, obviously we have to do this now because like it wouldn't have come out of our mouths and we wouldn't have had this downloaded if it wasn't for us. And then the, Oh shit fear kind of kicked in, but we just, Kind of pushed through it anyway. And we were like wordsmithing back and forth, like what words we liked and what sounded good. And it was like that's how Ladies Aligned was founded. And then we just kind of created the pillars through our own conversations and what we were seeing. And then when we were creating the landing page and the sales page for the mastermind that we just created out of thin air. And what these women would receive if they paid in full, we were like, okay, what about like tickets to an event, like a big event, like 150 people? And we we're like, oh, that sounds really scary. Sure. Why Let's not? And that's how Align and Rise was founded. So this started, uh, we set the date for our little, like, t- like we had 12 women. We rented an Airbnb. Our first like ladies aligned event was August 23rd. It was a full moon. Yeah. We specifically planned it around that full moon and $47 a ticket. It was $47. We had 12 women, and that's how Ladies Aligned was born. And by November of last year of 2018, we were like, um, I think we should file an LLC and kind of <laughs> make this a real thing. Cause we already have a five-year business plan and like we are <laughs> already thinking million-dollar brand. So maybe we should make this official. And so that's how that's a very long story, but I
0: feel so like you put, a put, a yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. put a ring on it. Put a ring.
3: Yeah, put a ring. But I love this story so much, and I really want to like highlight something that I was like really like picking up on is this whole like process that women go through. Where you guys mentioned several times where women don't feel like they have other supportive women in their life, and especially when you start going through like either entrepreneurial or spiritual, and then you know, especially with both of those journeys combined, like when you're going through both of those. And you feel like you're shedding away so much from yourself. And then you realize that it starts changing and shifting all these other relationships around you because other people just don't get what you're doing in your business or they don't get what you're doing in your spiritual growth. And then you start to feel almost isolated and alone, like nobody else really sees you or gets you until you finally start connecting in with other women like you guys did. And then you realize like, you're not alone You just have up level to this new level and you just need to find other women that are like you. And I love that even like that your whole event is also connecting in other women to be connected that they're on the same path. They're entrepreneurs. They're in spiritual growth. They're doing all these things. And I feel like that's like obviously why me and Andrea connected so much and how, why our friendship at its core is so strong is because we're going and doing the same exact things and connecting on all these other things that not to say I can't connect with other women on, but it's just, it's different. It's not always the same. I love that you brought that up, Blair, because
2: there is such thing as spiritual isolation, especially when like you experience an awakening and um, you are going through it on your own. You kind of feel like no one gets you. That was definitely the case for me. And so when I found meditation and my teacher and, and like a whole community, I felt like people understood me, but they were all like, 70, 80 years old. Um, and so I spent like three years really committed to my practice, building it, developing it. But then I reached this point where it felt so isolated. Like this isn't, this isn't what spirituality is about. You know, you're not supposed to be this monk in a cave isolating yourself. So I think what's so special about the relationship that Melissa and I have is that Because we are able to create that space where we can be vulnerable, I was able to let her in on some of the things that I experienced in ways that I've never shared with anyone else before. And that's where that deep connection develops. And so, vulnerability has really been the foundation to our growth in our friendship, but also our growth in our business at the same time. So now, the way that we show up in our business meetings, like if I have something that's going on, my old way would be like, "Let me be strong. Let me hold the space for her. Like, let me, let me be this like aligned spiritual person, um, so that she can like have her like she can experience or feel whatever she feels." But my new way of showing up now is like, if I'm not feeling good and I don't feel um, like my best, like high vibe self, then I'm going to tell that to her. And we get to share that experience together. And that is what becomes more powerful. And it translates into everything that we do in our business. And the creativity stems from there as well. So that's like really the true definition of living in alignment. Mm.
0: That's one of the main um, kind of pillars of our, our company is... Willingness to be vulnerable when you need to get back into alignment, willingness to be supported. And like there's been times where just a couple weeks ago I messaged Blair and I was like, um, I have to take two days off. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Like I have to get I have to get some shit right within myself and like there's some stuff that needs to bubble to the surface. And I need to be alone to do that. You can't do that in any other company where you call your business partner or your boss or whoever and be like, um, I have to do some emotional healing. So I can't. come (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously I'd never go off the grid during a time where like it would fuck us over in any way, but like Mm -hmm. to have that trust within each other, to know, like, when I'm on, I'm on. And like when I need to be off, I really need to be off. And like the same latitude with with Blair, that trust within each other that um, we're all in, but sometimes all in means that I have to do some healing or some hard work or be vulnerable before so that we can release whatever this dead weight is, these low frequencies, whatever we want to call it, so that we can continue to go up in frequency, continue to move up. And I love that you guys brought that up. Cause that was going to be one of my questions. Like your whole brand is about alignment. Like it's not always that way. You don't always feel like you're in alignment. Sometimes you feel like you're in the fetal position wanting to like ball your eyes out. Oh my gosh, like, what's yes. going on? <laughs> so what do you guys do when you're in those moments of kind of feeling like you're not feeling a your best, you're maybe spiraling. You're you're facing a fear that feels really shitty. What would you guys say to people who are kind of in that phase? I think for me, it's it's one of what is the in,
1: the intention for what we're creating and the women that we're serving is so clear that not only would I be doing myself a disservice by not speaking my truth and what I need in that moment to feel my best, but I would be doing a disservice to the integrity of our company and our brand and the women that we serve. If I'm not showing up in alignment, it's going to reflect in everything that we do. And, um, we've, learned this through trial and error of what it looks like when we show up in our businesses and we're out of alignment. It's a lot of hustle. It's it's high anxiety. Work isn't as beautiful as it could be. And what we're putting out doesn't resonate as much with the women that we serve because it's not coming from a place of true alignment. So it's really comes down to the intention behind it. And then it's just clear communication. You know, nothing... our our energy is our number one priority period. And if I'm, if we are not doing the things that we need to do to keep our energy high, and I don't mean energy in the sense of like caffeinated energy. Yes. That's obviously (laughs) sometimes that's needed, but it's more energy from like a holistic standpoint. If we're not doing the things we need to do to keep our energy high because we feel like we need to be in hustle mode. That's actually more of a disservice. So it's just setting that intention and then being really clear about that with each other. Hey, I need to take a few days or um, I'm feeling like I need support in this area or vice versa. You seem like you're a little burnt out right now. What do you need? I know Sandy, you can share a little bit about what happened when you were in Bali. And mm-hmm. I was like, um, can you take three days off, please? <laughs> like don't answer any emails. I've got you. And I think that's the beautiful part of being in a partnership too, is that yeah. honestly, it's rare that we're both in a position where we need to take multiple days off. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's just an hour and a half where we just need to clear the air because we're both going through stuff and we need to verbally process it with each other. And that's where the foundation of our friendship comes in. So I'll let you share your perspective. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, first of all, if you are feeling like you want to ball up in a fetal position and crawl and cry and do all the things I want to say that I'm with you, like that definitely happened to me. Um, I would say a few weeks ago or a little bit over a month ago, like I, I was in Bali, um, and I thought that I was going on this trip to experience, you know, the dream life. Like, oh, I finally, I'm, I've made it in my business. Like, I get, to, <laughs> I get to take my mobile-based business and travel the world and experience the different cultures and still work and, and serve and make money and do all the things. Um, but, you know, the universe gave me a really hard slap in the face because it was so much about the, this, um, the, the deepening of my spiritual practice. And um I remember this one night, I just got so overwhelmed with everything, like everything. And um it was a lot of old traumas that were starting to resurface because of some of the practices that I was doing while I was in Bali. It was really powerful. And I was laying on Zach's lap, my my, my partner. And I was just like crying my eyes out. And he was just like, like just touching my hair, like just like saying, it's going to be okay. Like, I want you to like, I'm here for you. Like I'm here to be strong for you. Like, just let it all out. And I was just like, I'm so overwhelmed right now. And the overwhelm wasn't exactly coming from my business. It was coming from something that was like starting to resurface again. And I was feeling that, but because I wasn't honoring that. I was like doing more in the business. Like I was working on our websites, our branding, like responding to people, like reaching out to people, like still doing all the things. It, it makes that weight, like that pressure that's on you heavier. And like, you feel it in your body more. And it's until you feel it in your body where it actually like says something like we don't listen when it's just a quiet whisper. Sometimes we listen when like that level of pain is loud. And that's exactly what happened to me. So um, I called... I, Melissa, and I had a meeting that was scheduled, and, and this is part of why it became that way. When I'm home, I have my routine, so you know, I can wake up in the morning and I won't work until 11 a.m. and I get into my practice, my breathing, like all the things. When I was away in Bali, there was only a small window where it would coincide with like American time zones and like other time zones in the world, and so I would wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning like in Bali, like literally wake up, turn myself on the camera, like on zoom. And I would be doing, you know, a, a coaching call or like a mentor mentoring call or a business meeting. And it became way too much because the way that I start off my day, like sets the tone for the rest of the day. So we had our meeting scheduled that next morning. And as soon as we got on the meeting, like I just let it all out. I was just like, <laughs> like <laughs> just cry. I'm like, this is what happened. And this is what happened. And then I just started talking about things that were like coming up. And when, how, when I was younger and when I came back home, um I well first of all Melissa was like you need to take 3 days off so I was like okay that's that's exact she was like can you just not do anything and I was like yeah I'll, I'll do that and so um when I came home a, a lot of incredible things came out of this like expansion happened in such incredible ways because I was able to release um a childhood trauma um from when I was 10 years old I shared that story recently on a podcast and everything became more clear to me now then Melissa was also overworking herself and had like a, like to the point where she had a terrible flu and then she needed time off. But the time that she needed time off, I was like set and ready to go. So like, this is just the beauty of what it looks like in our relationship of like this passing back and forth of like, you know, this, this ball of light and being to able to hold space for each other. So if you're in that space, like, what I would say is to honor that feeling, like honor the feeling of um, if, if you feel like there's something going on in your body, in your mind, then there is. So give it space for it to come out. So if you continue to fill your schedule up with more things to do, more things to do to distract yourself, it's not going to give space for those things to be honored. So that's number one. Number two is like really allow yourself to like cry it all out and experience all the things. It's just like, you know, when your kids um, are angry, like they'll go and they'll have their temper tantrum like that's what they do and we forget that we're allowed to do that even as adults and then the third thing is to um, realize that you don't have to be strong all the time like you like as strong as you are you don't need to be strong in the sense of feeling like in every relationship that you go into that you need to be the person that holds that space for them because a lot of being able to receive abundance and um, uh, return from like relationships in our lives of love It's also allowing other people to hold space for us as well. And that's why Zach's statement was like, let me be strong for you. Like you, you don't have to do it all by yourself. So it's been like so liberating, but yeah, like that's
0: full transparency right there. That's like some of the hardest things I think, especially for ambitious women is to allow other people to hold space for us because we get into, I mean, I was in that mode from the time that I was like a little kid. I think I was a baby like an infant when my mom used to start affirming to me that Andrea never needs anything she's so easy yeah. and Jacob is the one who my brother, Jacob is the one who's so needy. So my brother was always the taker and I was always the giver and I was always the holder of space and I was always the strong one. And for me to like let Blair support me, that was like such an out of body experience. Am I asking too much? And I've gotten better over the years where I'll start to like let people support me maybe like thirty 70. I'm not at a 50, 50 point yet. That's just the real yeah. fucking truth, but it's, I'm consciously aware of it and I know that I deserve it. It's just like this process of unfolding and allowing more and more support, but isn't that 20, like 20. life?
3: When, when women really start embodying the work is recognizing like you have to be extremely honest with self and with mm-hmm. others and recognizing like even just saying I'm out of alignment is one step forward to getting back in alignment. Yeah. It's when you sit there and try to like hold it all in and hide it to yourself because you don't want anyone else to see you're a mess because then... We start to think that then people are going to judge us or think differently of us, especially with entrepreneurs or women that work that that are mentoring other women or coaching other women in some way. And they feel like they have to be like the face of like spirituality in some way. And so they don't think that they can share their struggles or when they're in a low moment. They think it in some way like discredits them in some way. And I'm like, no, like we all have moments of not being in alignment. We all have hot mess moments. We all have days where we're like ugly crying in a fetal position, thinking everything's falling apart and we should just give up. And why did we even decide to start this business? Like we're just not good enough. Like we all have those things that, that pop up. And I love that Sandy, you even said, it's just like allowing ourselves to have the temper tantrum. Like we are allowed to have emotions and that's actually how the emotions have to even be processed out of our bodies. It has to be a full body experience. Like we can't just shove it away and not try to allow them to come through. So I think that it's just like beautiful that we just like talked about that, that this is just a normal, natural process. And it's not something we have to hide, especially from other women. We should be allowed because society sits there and wants to sit there and say like, women are too emotional and oh, there she goes, cries or this, <laughs> that, and a the weakness. other. Yeah. yeah like, it's just all bullshit stories that were fed. Yeah. And I'll tell you like after
2: that whole experience and really grounding and getting to the root of why I feel like the way that I feel like, why I like, I'm the big sister in my family too. I don't know if you're Jacob's older sister, Andrea.
0: Um, Pretty no. much, but no. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah. Like why, why do I feel like I need to be like this strong person all the time? And when I really dug out the root of that Afterwards, I was able to show up in these relationships. I must have had like six phone calls with six different women. And the first thing that I would share is like just this vulnerability of how I'm feeling right now and what I just went through. And little did I know, like, these are all women that are just badasses, like doing incredible things in the world and in their businesses. And gosh, we're like living parallel lives. Like they, they're telling me the same things that happened to them when they were younger and like how it's, it's formed in their lives and their businesses. And we've connected at such a deeper level. So it's really powerful, like to address on our own level and then to, with other people too.
0: It's mm-hmm. so easy to look at people who we view in our lives as achievers that we don't know at such an intimate level and assume like they're different. And there's this level of separation and this different level of significance that we put on them thinking that like they have their shit together all the time. And like, it's so important that we have these conversations that there are moments where we really do not have our shit together and it's okay. And we're still achieving anyway, and we're still living a beautiful life and it's all fucking perfect. I, one of my, you know, very, very close, extremely successful friends was telling me, you know, not that long ago about how she was having Like near panic attacks before going live on Facebook. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, this doesn't make sense. Like, you're the most confident person in the world. And like, she had gone through some trauma that like had put her in this position where she was having such terrible anxiety projecting herself in a way that she never had before. And it was like so humbling to me to see like, we're all struggling. There's no separation. We're all going through our own level of shit and like we need to fucking talk about it and it's okay to cry no matter who tells you that it's a weakness because if I continue to bottle up all... The shit in my body. I've cried over stuff that I have no idea why I'm crying over. I'm like, oh, great, here we are. <laughs> Let it up.
3: <laughs> it well it used to be this thing where Andrea, she she just didn't really cry a whole lot. And recently she's just been like, I'm Somehow crying. We a part of my <laughs> it's a beautiful like- process. And I'm like, Andrea's crying. Like it's been beautiful to watch you just allow it to happen. It's freaking
1: purifying. Yeah. yeah. But that's, it's also the gateway to your creativity, right? Because if you're so close, if you're only open to feeling certain emotions, Mm -hmm. then you're only open to receiving certain amounts of information. But when you're really open to all of the emotions, that's like, it's like opening the floodgates to whatever needs to be released to make space for whatever needs to come in. And, you know, we are emotional beings. We're energetic beings, right? I don't have to tell you guys that, but so much of what we do with Ladies aligned is helping women to get out of their heads and into their bodies and really tap in because the body knows. The body always knows. And I think there's this misconception that hustle is the way to achieve. And if I'm not hustle, hustle, hustling, then I'm not having success in my business. But really the roadmap to success reveals itself when you are in alignment and how you get in alignment is by allowing the energy to move because that's what creates the space for the energetic downloads to come, for the creativity and the ideas. So you see these really amazing women who are truly living in alignment and giving themselves so much space that just show up and create so much content. And you're going back and sitting like, how is this woman constantly just pumping out so much good info? Well, it's because she's open to feeling the good and the bad, you know, she's open to that polarity so that she can know exactly what it looks like when I'm out of alignment. Oh, okay. So this is what it feels like when I'm in alignment. If we were in alignment 24 seven, we would have no idea how to create anything because we wouldn't actually be honoring the feelings. So I think it's important to Either acknowledge that and that. land.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> right. That's well, such that's, a good point, Melissa. Like Really, like our emotion is the vehicle that moves the energy that we have and our body is a physical manifestation of what's going on in our mind. So when we're not honoring like what our body is telling us and listening to those signals, then again, it's just like this whisper of it's like, hey, like I'm, I'm feeling the pain. Hey, I'm feeling, Hey, I'm feeling the pain. And then and then you're like, boom, you're like, Oh, I hear you. It hurts. Like my gut is hurting right now. Or my face is breaking out or like, those are all yeah. symptoms that, you know, your body is trying to communicate something to you. So gosh, that's such a powerful way of putting it.
0: Yeah. I, pain is our greatest teacher, right? But most people just don't understand the correlation. And I think that's probably why all four of us are on this planet at this time, doing the work that we're doing is like teaching people that this pain that you're in and the emotions that you're going through are trying to fucking tell you something. I actually had like a big aha mm-hmm. last night of like, I can always tell when I, when I know that I have something and I've had a breakthrough because I'll know it in my head. And there's so many things that I know it in my head, but if I don't feel it in my body, I know I don't have it yet. And there's just been like so many different things that I've been mulling over. And like last night, all of a sudden, I felt this like brain body connection. And I'm like, fucking victory. <laughs> I was like, I got it. Thank you God. I was Like, of course it was a new moon. And I was like, I release, I release. Like, Thank you, God, I'm over this. I'm ready to let go of this fear. Cause it's like, there's so many things that we logically know up here or we're educated to know up here, but our body just doesn't fucking believe it yet. But yeah. we have to allow some other stuff to get out of the way in order for it to bubble up and actually let go. It's a and
2: process. doing and, and doing just that is exactly how you strengthen your intuition mm-hmm. And that's part of how you live in alignment is following your intuition and oftentimes your your intuition, your gut, your conscience, whatever it is that you want to call it, it's like a mirror that you like left in the attic. you go up and you're realizing that your entire life you're living out of your alignment, you're living in this like reality that doesn't feel good to you. So you decide to go up in the attic and address whatever it is. You take off the covering of that mirror and it's just dusty. And so like when you start doing the work, when you hone in on something like meditation, it really helps you to become more conscious and aware. So you're, it's just like you're taking Windex and you're wiping the dust off of that mirror and it allows you to see more clearly And your intuition starts working better, but that's because you were willing to take the steps to wipe the dust off the mirror and face whatever your current reality is. And that's how you transform and up-level to a new level of consciousness. And I think oftentimes when people talk about like meditation, they think that it's about escaping your reality when the way that I've experienced it is really helping you to face what your current reality is so that you can live the absolute ultimate reality.
0: What a perfect analogy. So tell us a little bit about the event. I know you guys it started as like a little 12 p pe- 12 person moment and now you guys have 222 spots that are almost full. <laughs> like that's a major fucking quantum leap from last year to this year. <laughs> Tell us. (laughs) We want to know. Um, I mean, I know that I'll be there and I know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to hear more about secretly. I'm like, I already know I read all I read the entire event, but I want everybody else to hear what it's about, what they could learn if they want to commit the time to showing up for this. Um, Are there spots left? I'm not sure. I haven't Mm -hmm. asked you guys if we're sold out. Yes, there's there's some spots left. We're like seventy five percent
1: at the time of this recording. Seventy five percent of the way sold out, so it it will sell out in
0: three Um, VIP. And we have about three spots. Yes, in the three spots left of VIP. Oh, and the VIPers are getting a bottle of sacred woke um, Mm -hmm. uh, frequency infused MCT oils. You guys know that those are my faves. So yes. So
1: align and rise is really about combining two really important things that I feel like when you go to events, you get one or the other, but not always both. So we've curated this event for the women that are attending, but also creating a stage for the women that are speaking. So Align and Rise is really about, to use Sandy's analogy, like, taking Windex and wiping the mirror off of removing all of the bullshit excuses and the limiting beliefs and all of the gunk that's just holding women back from really owning their gifts because so many women play small and they think that their gift is not unique or it's not special or they, they are not worthy and they can't make money from it and all that is just crap, right? And we know that if we can just help them to wipe that slate clean, The roadmap to how to take their gifts and monetize it will show up. So Friday night is going to be our VIP night and it's going to be super intimate. We're going to have um, Harriet Hale. She's coming from the UK. She's a consciousness, like a money consciousness expert. And she's going to be talking about why you absolutely can have it all. And we're going to have another woman there named Heather Wells, who owns a company called Love 13, which is all about spiritual glamour. Yes, So beautiful crystal bracelets that are so energetically charged. And she's going to be doing like chakra cleansings. And it's just going to be such a special space for women to number one and most importantly, connect. We are absolutely making it. A space where women are going to connect on a deep level and start to really crack open so they can integrate through the weekend. And Saturday is just going to be all about removing limiting beliefs so that we can prep women for Sunday, which is really giving them the tools of how do I do it and closing out the day with facing fear. So our We have an acronym for fear and ladies aligned. It says face everything, align and rise. So it's like, we're going to take women through a journey of like removing these limiting beliefs and tapping into what their gifts are and rewriting their money story, and then giving them the tools of how to actually show up on social media and create content and grow a business. But what's going to happen is they're going to go, okay, well, I'm still scared. So we want to teach them like how to take action in, in the face of fear. So we wanted to create that space for women to show up, be themselves, connect, and remove all those limiting beliefs. And then we also wanted to create a platform for women to share their gifts. And this was really important to Sandy and I that it wasn't just us showing women what it looks like to be unapologetic about your gifts. We really wanted to showcase the women that have had an impact in our life that truly are walking the walk they're using their gifts they're living in alignment and as a result they're making a fuck ton of money and they're impacting a lot of people Mm -hmm. so it's a line and rise is so much more than just show up an event meet a couple people take some notes and leave it's really meant to be a full experience for the attendees but also for the women that are speaking like like you andrea and sharing their stories yeah and we even have something oh go ahead andrea
0: I was just going to say, the thing that I love about what you guys put together too, it being more kind of spiritual slash business-y, because I think those two really need to go hand in hand if you want to grow a really rock solid foundational business that will support you, is that you're getting really high frequency women on that stage too. And just the one thing that I know about energy, and I'll teach on this, is like, Just you being in the room with other women who are already at another frequency, you're lifting up too. At the same time, you're literally doing nothing except for showing up. You signing up and committing, just you paying in that moment, your frequency goes up. Mm. Like I'm getting full chills. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for all these girls. Yes. That's so true. And just to
2: piggyback off of what Melissa was saying about how important it is to us that we create the space and the spotlight for women to share the stage with us as well. We even have something called the Everyday Superwoman Panel, where it's women that we've worked with in our mastermind that are just getting to that place where they're starting to live in alignment and rise up and we just want to show the women that are in the audience that you don't need to have a massive social media following to make an impact or make a lot of money. You don't need to be like a celebrity or well-known or any of those things. You just need to show up in your own gifts. And if they can do it, then you can do it too. Like that's definitely the theme that, that we want to um, set for the women that are coming on the stage. I know that sometimes, you know, I went to an event, uh, I think two years ago, there was like 3000 women. And like, when you're sitting in the audience and you're looking up at the stage, sometimes the distance between you and that person can feel so far away. I'm saying physically, but I'm also saying like, as far as a level of what they've achieved. But at this event, we really want to, um, make that distance a lot closer, like the proximity and the intimacy level is like all there. And we want to make them see how achievable it is, you know, how they can really do it too.
0: Completely. How really,
3: I love that, that so much. Cause I do, I think women, Especially entrepreneurs, they get so sucked into comparison game, especially with social media. Like my husband was just saying something about social media last night. He was like, It's all fake. Like they use like, you know, like everything he sees, he was just like they're not always showing like really what's going on behind the scenes. Like everybody has this like perfectly pictured, you know themselves and their selfies and all these things. And he's like, and all of it, a lot of times is not, you know, what is really maybe going on behind closed doors. And when you're in business and you're seeing all these other women in business, that's all the things you start to pick apart. Like, oh, she's prettier than me, or she's got more followers than me, or she's more knowledgeable than me, or she speaks better than me, or she pumps out more content than me. So then we start pinning all those things of why then all of a sudden we don't think we can do something we have to just recognize that how we show up in business is authentic and true to us. And it's going to look different. And like, I just literally just embraced this probably, well, a lot in the last several months, but even more recently where I'm just like, you know what, like why I don't have to have stuff going out every single day content wise. That's just not authentically me. Like I put up things when I feel really super called to. And I know that when I put that out there, it's going to hit more people and impact more people versus me feeling like, oh, I see this other girl and she's pumping out like three, five posts a day. So I've got to go and create that much. And it's like, for me, energetically, that just doesn't align with me and how I create. And that's fine. That doesn't mean that I'm not successful and doesn't mean that I don't have a thriving business because I do. It just looks differently than the other girl next to me who's doing maybe something similar in the same arena as me of what we're doing. But it doesn't mean that I am not going to be successful because I'm not doing all those things. Mm, So you know what I say? Screw the algorithm
2: and replace the word algorithm with alignment because that's what's going to generate the most impact.
0: Yes, Absolutely. Energetically, like if you're pumping out content out of obligation or fear, yeah. We all know like our our affinity sucks. Like we don't get as many likes, we don't get hardly any comments. Maybe we don't get any at all. And we're sitting here thinking, like, I checked all the blocks. I did what I was supposed to do. There's a difference between between doing something out of the energy of fear and obligation versus desire and alignment. And you will get vastly different results. Yeah. Totally. I think when think I write a good money. post, I just like sit there and I'm like, God.
3: <laughs> like, mm. Well, I think women are just doing that in all areas of their life. They're just totally. running on obligations with everything. I'm obligated to do this for my kids. I'm obligated to do this for my household. I'm obligated right. to do this in business. I'm obligated to do this in my spiritual journey. Like everything starts, they start running on the shoulds, everything that they should be doing all day long versus really honoring their intuition and what feels really fucking right for them. Even if it doesn't align with what, you know, everyone else is doing. It doesn't mean that it doesn't work for you. It's so so
1: funny. So um, Jenna Phillips Ballard is a woman that I respect and admire a lot. And she talks all the time about how I wasn't born to fit in. I was born. I wasn't made. I wasn't born to fit in. I was made to stand out. And I think from a young age, girls, especially like they just want to fit in. And if you are different from other people, then you stand out and that feels really scary. It feels really vulnerable and you're open to judgment. And again, like I think you see this now in this world that we're in with social media and entrepreneurship is like, I want to fit in. I want to, I want my Instagram feed to look perfect. Like everybody else's. I'm going to post like everybody else does. And if they're doing it, then I should do it too. But um, you know, like you were saying, Blair, it's it's about stand out. Because when you are being authentic and true to who you are, you stand out. You look different. You act different. You show up different because you're being uniquely you. And the way that you show up and do things and the voice that you have and the stories that you share, that's your secret sauce. Your uniqueness is what makes you special. Not fitting in and doing everything like everybody else. And Again, that goes back to getting out of your head and getting into your body and just asking does this feel authentic to me? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. And I love so much of what you share, Andrea, because this is again like ask you ask a lot of questions of yourself. I see it so much mm-hmm. on your social media and I love that you you share that is like you'll have an actual visceral visceral reaction. Is this a yes or is this a no? Like I know when I'm posting something on social media because I feel like I should, Mm-hmm. There's so much resistance around writing the post. It doesn't flow. It doesn't feel good. I'm like, eh. And then I put it hard. out there and I'm like, I kind of want to delete it, you know, versus <laughs> like being at the gym or moving my body or those moments of space where all of a sudden, like it just flows. I'm like, I am like a poet. This is amazing. Where does this come from?
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> I'm the shit. <laughs> 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 who? Okay. So speaking of people who may be doing this online right now, who are kind of standing, are willing to stand out, are willing to kind of break the rules. Uh, I want you guys to each give us one of your favorite girl crushes right now that you feel like our followers would really enjoy following their content. I am obsessed with
2: Shannon Monson. Um, she is a business mentor, but I just, she's a mom of two and I just love the way that she shows up in her business. Super authentic. She, she shares a lot of those, those moments, but she's also, um, she also teaches you how to go from that place to feeling empowered at the same time. So she's definitely one of my favorite women to follow
1: I love for me you know, I've been watching this woman transform for years and um, gotten to know her. It's Lori Harder. And I've just watched her reinvent. I sh- I don't want to say reinvent, because that's not true. I've watched her unravel the layers and expose who her truth is year over year. And I started following her when she was in the fitness industry and she was in the cover of oxygen and doing fitness competitions. And then she started getting into personal development and she wrote this book and she's in a place right now where, you know, she's, she's not really a hundred percent clear on what the next steps are for her. And she's being really open about that and being okay with that. And so I love that she's just, again, not, she's not really producing anything right now that she's not in launch mode. She's not in hustle mode and she's just showing up herself. And you can really see that in the content that she's writing because it sounds like it's coming from her and not a curated post that has to have like the right amount of spacing in between and the right emojis and a call to action or any of those things. It's just authentically her. So Mm. yeah, she would be my number one girl crush anyway.
0: (laughs) I I love her, but I only recently started following her. So it's so funny because I'm like, it's almost like I was Mm -hmm. had my blinders on to who she was when she was going through that, didn't know who she was phase. And now she's kind of started to come into her more, I don't want to use the word authenticity because I think we're all authentic, no matter how many times we use that word. But like, she's just come into a deeper comfort of her knowingness and unknowingness. Yeah. And that's really cool. Okay. Two quick questions for you guys. First of all, you guys go check out the, ladies alarm or the line and rise website. We'll link it in the show notes for you guys. I hope to see you there. If you guys do not come up and say hi to me at that event, I will fucking cut you. No, <laughs> no, if you guys show up and don't say hi, I'll be so disappointed. Don't be that person that thinks like, Oh, she's too busy. I hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. People will text me and or they'll DM me on Instagram. Like I saw you at so-and-so and I didn't say hi because like you were so busy. And I'm like, I'm not fucking busy. That was an excuse. I just got that today. It, uh, it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. So say hi. But okay, so I have two fun questions for you guys. Number one, if a documentary were to be made about you, who from Hollywood would play you and who would be your significant other?
2: Oh my gosh.
0: That's a hard question. Oh my gosh. Um, like
2: in terms of the, the, the um, a- actor as well, like the actress and the actor? Yeah. Okay. For me, that's really easy. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend.
0: Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I love Chrissy. My daughter's know. obsessed with Chrissy. I'm Very obsessed with her good. too. <laughs> I don't
1: know. My mom t- used to tell me that I look like Brooke Shields all the time when I was little. I don't know. I don't really, pe- it's so hard cause I don't keep up a whole lot with like pop culture or actresses and actors. Um, so I would just say, yeah, like Brooke Shields, and my husband would probably be like, I don't know, who would David be? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Someone really tall. Yeah, someone blonde. Really tall. <laughs> tall and Brian blonde. Blonde. <laughs> Gosling. Sure, sold. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> She's that's like that's a good ready. question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's Pop. tough. He'll yeah, down for John Legend as my husband. <laughs> Amen. Right.
1: That's a good one,
0: Uh, Sandy. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so. I went to a live event years ago, and it was like a small, maybe like three hundred person event for event planners. And he was there singing, and I was like ten feet away from him, freaking panties dropping moment. I'm like, oh (laughs) yeah,
2: would have definitely (laughs) had like a fishing pole at that moment, so you could just like swing it up on stage and reel him in.
0: (laughs) So good. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging with us. I can't wait to see you guys and really fucking hug you. It's so cool to continuously meet people who are doing, you know, what Blair and I are trying to do in the world. And it's nice to have people that we know like you get it. And so I feel like that's why I'm so excited about your guys' event is because now I think anybody who's thinking like, well, that's nice for Andrea because she has Blair or vice versa. And then Melissa, you guys, you and Sandy have each other. But what about if someone's sitting here listening to this and they're thinking, like, I don't have my person yet. And I think that that's the most important thing. That's what these events are for because you'll go learn all the things, but you'll walk out with a person. And then you can, like, go through this journey with someone that, like, gets it. They're on the same frequency. They're on the same journey. They're headed towards the same things. And it's just I couldn't even imagine my life without that sisterhood. And it mm. makes life so much sweeter and more nourishing. And I can't wait t- for this event. So thank you guys for having mm. the courage to step up and host it. I know it's a really ballsy thing to do to put that much <laughs> money forward. And it's like, what if nobody shows up? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yes.
1: So. And, and we met, Sandy and I met at an event. Yeah,
2: we met at an event. And you and Blair also met at an event from what I remember, yep. right? Yeah. So, I mean, just to speak to what you're saying, Andrea, get yourself to an event if you are looking for that sisterhood connection, especially being facilitated by people who met at events and like have that kind of connection. We know that we can make it happen for you.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. And we really want to remove any excuse or block or obstacle or whatever for women to join. So um, as a gift to, all the listeners um, they can use the code girl power and they'll get $50 off their general admission Ooh. ticket and we have a private Facebook group for all of our attendees so you get to meet your girl tribe before you even show up so it's like it's like um like match.com but for events mm-hmm. so you get yeah. to like meet you can text Ooh, you can yes. talk on the phone yeah. and then you get to actually meet in person and you feel all the feels
2: so. yeah feel we like do we pre-event integration like, a,
3: like spiritual.com like
2: find yeah. <laughs> spiritual yeah, business magic. You know what? Okay, spiritually intimate does sound like it could be a dating app. Think about it. it. (laughs) Do you want to get spiritually intimate with me? (laughs) Really? Like seriously, it sounds like it could be a
1: dating app.
2: Oh, like you could, you could turn it into a dating app for soul sisters or for like significant others.
1: Soul sisters, like find your soul sister. It's you heard it here first. Gosh, Yes, you did. (laughs) Who who wants to fund the app? So reach out (laughs) to (laughs) me. Oh, this was amazing. Thank you, ladies. So much, so much. And, and um, you know, I just wanna acknowledge the both of you for yes. you know, paving the way and setting the example and just honestly being so real and transparent because it, it really does give other women permission to do the same and, and realize like, hey, I get to have it all. I can be a boss babe, I can be a mom, I can be a wife, I can run multiple businesses and still have time to sleep in like get my hair done and go on vacations and live my best life. So. Fuck yes. Thank you. I mean, I don't get yes. my hair done every day, but the rest of it. <laughs> Once a week.
0: <laughs> you
2: ladies are so amazing.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, we love you guys too. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I can't wait to see you some of you guys at the event. DM me before you get there if I will see you there so I know to connect with you. And I love you guys. Wishing you so much luck for this event as you're in the last final planning stages. And I We love you,
2: love you. Soon. Can't Bye. wait to see you. Bye.